positive economic data sends the market higher. A new COVID-19 treatment is approved. We go over the biggest analyst calls of the day. Is Elon Musk done selling his Tesla stock? And it has been a record year for venture capital funding within the crypto space. This is the Running With The Money Briefing. Let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing powered by Pound of the Table. Either way, we are back to go over the biggest headlines and what in the world occurred throughout the markets and around the markets today. Well, let's get into it. First off, how did the market perform today? Well, you actually saw all the core three indexes moving to the upside with the Dow Jones ending the day up 261 points, NASDAQ up 180, and the S&P 500 up 47. Definitely something we want to see there. We go sector by sector, and we had a tie for the leading sector of the day with consumer statisticals and technology both moving up and outperforming the market by 1.18%. So, definitely not a bad day in the markets. I would say it was pretty darn good. But we did get quite a bit of pretty not so bad economic data today, which lightened up the mood a bit. So, we did get a read on consumer confidence for December. And that U.S. consumer confidence reading from the conference's board, that consumer confidence index, well, it increased to 115.8 from 111.9 in November. So it's definitely something we wanted to see there. Economists polled by Reuters, by the way, this is data per Reuters, um, they had forecasted that index rising to 110.8 from the previous reading of 109.5. So guess what? 115.8 was pretty darn good, beating the expectations when it came to the economist and their predictions. We also saw strong housing demand. You take a look at existing home sales rising 1.9% to an adjusted seasonal annual rate of 6.46 million units in the month of November. Pretty darn good. The median existing house price increased 13.9% year over year to 353,900 bucks in the month of November. Now, it is important to note that first-time home buyers accounted for just 26% of sales last month, and that is actually down from 32% a year ago, same time. So definitely something to note there when it comes to the housing market. So insofar, we got um, improving consumer confidence and also improving housing demand. Now, I also want to note, just real quick, um, from that consumer confidence reading, we also got consumers' inflation expectations for the 12 months ahead, and their expectation actually fell to 6.9%, which is much better than the record 13-year high of 7.3% that we saw in the last reading. So the expectation for inflation is also lower. So definitely some good points there. And then finally, rounding out all this economic data, we got some GDP data, actually. So according to the Commerce Department today, um, they had gross domestic product increasing at a 2.3% annualized rate through the July to September quarter, which is definitely net positive given that the expectation or the estimated level was 2.1%. So definitely something to note there. The expectations today for economic data really across the board being beat um, and sending the market higher this morning. We also saw a new COVID treatment approved today by the Food and Drug Administration granting emergency authorization today for Pfizer's COVID treatment pill. So definitely in it positive there. According to Pfizer, as soon as the CDC approves this sucker, which they are very um, much expected to follow the Food and Drug Administration quickly on this and give them an emergency approval, if they do get this, you could see this pill 
going out to patients as early as this weekend, according to sources. So a big time positive there. And once again, the FDA has cleared this COVID treatment pill for patients 12 and up on quote with mild to moderate COVID who are most likely to end up hospitalized or not surviving. We did get some commentary out of the director of the FDA's Center for Drug Evaluation and Research, Mrs. Dr. Patrizia Calveroni, and she went on to say, quote, today's authorization introduces the first treatment for COVID-19 that is in the form of a pill that is taken orally, a major step forward in the fight against this global pandemic. So, on the COVID fighting front, on the pandemic fighting front, guess what, guys? We're getting some new ammo. We're getting a new weapon to fight this sucker, and I definitely think you can take this as a net positive. You did see a lot of those travel stocks um, moving to the upside on this approval news. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls, I want to talk about this call by Evercore ISI naming Salesforce a top 2022 pick, going on to say, quote, while the shares are down since the third quarter print as the fourth quarter guide came in a bit lighter than expected FX impact and some slowdown in the Microsoft software business update. We believe the selling is overdone and Salesforce remains one of the best growth stories in software and our top idea in the 2022. So Evercore ISI, despite the weaker guidance for the fourth quarter, um, it, across the most recent quarter report, third quarter report out of Salesforce. They are still liking Salesforce into 2022 and believe those earnings numbers are continuing to expand, are going to continue to expand to the upside. Definitely something to note there. Now, shifting into this call by City on Apple, City raising their price target on Apple to 200 bucks per share from 170. Going on to say, quote, we do recognize that regulatory risk remain a major overhang on the stock, but we view these as headline risk rather than that fundamental risk. Such headlines could provide a near-term stock pullback, which we would use as a buying opportunity for Apple shares. Apple's current market value does not reflect new product category launches. This will change with the launch of the new AR VR headset in 2022. City liking what they're seeing out of Apple, citing that possibly these headline policy risk could send the stock to the downside short term, creating a buying opportunity, liking Apple at $200 per share, making that their price target for the new year. We also had Barclays reiterating Rivian is overweight, going on to say, quote, on its third quarter earnings call last week, Rivian noted the launching and ramping production of three different vehicles within a few months to be an incredibly difficult challenge or a tough challenge, particularly given the state of the global supply chain combined with a tight labor market and complications from COVID-19. So Barclays, in essence, what they're saying here is that not only do they believe, but also Rivian management itself believes that it's going to be difficult to launch three vehicles and ramp the production of those three vehicles within just a few months. It's going to be very difficult, and therefore, um, they're not huge fans of being extremely bullish on the stock at the moment. We also had Baird reiterating Tesla as outperformed the day, going on to say, quote, Despite disappointment around potentially losing an EV tax credit included in the Build Back Better bill, we estimate demand for electric vehicles remains robust and expect Tesla's upcoming fourth quarter 2021 delivery release to reflect that strong demand. 
Baird believing in Tesla and the demand for their products, reiterating the name as Outperform. We also had Bernstein upgrading Caterpillar to Outperform from Market Perform, going on to say, quote, expectations are low. Massive laggard in 2021, driven by China's slowdown to an earlier cycle stock in a mid-cycle sector. 40% of business is now below mid-cycle. Core and market volumes are 10 to 20% below prior peaks. Channel restock will add 5 to 10% growth. Bernstein believing in Caterpillar upgrading the name to outperform, believing um, that they are definitely below levels at which they should be given their performance throughout the year and what is to come. Citing it as a laggard throughout 2021, liking it into next year. We have Oppenheimer naming Coinbase a top pick for 2022, going on to say, quote, while we think awaiting pullback driven by non-structural reasons provides a good entry point, the return should be attractive for long-term investors. Oppenheimer liking Coinbase despite the volatility in crypto markets. We also had UBS reiterating NVIDIA as a top pick for 2022. Going on to say, quote, workloads, though, are growing so fast that these competitors can experience some degree of success, even as we expect NVIDIA to remain dominant because its software ecosystem investments create a huge competitive moat. UBS believing NVIDIA can handle the pressure and continue to not only improve, but also make advancements in technology and power all of these big-time upcoming advancements that we have yet to see. And then we have two more analyst calls to round out the segment here. We have Telsey naming Amazon a top pick for 2022, going on to say, quote, in our current coverage, we like Amazon.com for 2022. Amazon is gaining market share by leveraging its sticky prime customer base, expanding into new retail categories such as grocery, pharmacy, and fashion, and growing AWS to enhance profitability. And then finally, Substantia reiterating Boeing as positive, going on to say, quote, heading into 2022, the focus for Boeing's commercial business remains squarely on the 737 MAX and 787, while on the defense side of the house, trends in international defense budgets will be a key watch item. Suscantia liking Boeing, reiterating it as positive. Now, shifting into this whole Elon Musk selling thing. So we recently did an interview recently, most recently, literally like yesterday. And he was telling the Babylon Bee, he says, quote, I sold enough stock to get around 10% plus the option exercise stuff. And I tried to be extremely liberal here. And then he tweeted the day this assumes completion of the 10B sale. So no one really knows if he's gone selling. He was actually selling yesterday. On Tuesday, Elon Musk did sell another 934,091 shares, bringing the total amount of shares he has offloaded to 13.8 million, which he does have a goal of around 17 million shares. So whether he is actually done or not, who knows? But it seems he could be done um, with that goal of selling 10% of his shares. Once again, Tesla stock surging 6% um, on that Babylon B interview in the news that came out of that, him basically saying, I feel like I've sold enough stock. So who really knows if he's done, but as of yesterday, he was not done. He was selling while simultaneously saying in an interview that he was done. So that's definitely something interesting, something to note. And then finally, look, we have to bring up this venture capital funding um, when it comes to the crypto world. We have been mentioning it time and time again throughout these episodes. Um, and I recently read an article and I wanted to bring it on the show. So throughout all of 2021, there has been just about $30 billion in funding within the cryptocurrency space from venture capital year to date. And that's per pitch book. Now, something to note, guess how much VC funding there was in the crypto space in 2020? 
just 5.5 billion. Yes, you heard that right. Just 5.5 billion. That means there has been a near 450% increase in venture venture capital funding for the cryptocurrency space this year or the crypto industry. So that is something to know. And as we all know, the more big money, the more institutional adoption you get adopting an industry, the more legitimized or legitimized it becomes. And that's definitely something to know. So if you're a crypto bull, this is definitely good news that this VC money, this big money, not only institutional money, um, is flowing into the cryptocurrency space. And in my opinion, it further validates the space. And it's definitely something to keep an eye on, especially throughout 2022. Is there going to be more than $30 billion throughout 2022 in VC? funding for this crypto space i don't know it's going to be something to pay attention to but a huge ramp up in venture capital funding this year within the cryptocurrency space that i did want to bring to your attention and this is all per blockworks.com but that is the show thank you for listening in the meantime go get my boys and fellow team members a listen at pound the table on spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts including apple podcast and please go give me and my team a follow at running with the money on facebook and instagram or just follow me on Twitter at Luke Tone at me. If you have any feedback on the show, that would be great. Usually profit trade on, and I will see you tomorrow.